definitely creating content that helps people is really the solution. What really works is building a community, consistently doing events like webinars, and producing content specifically for certain categories. You earn that raise and you earn that job. Welcome to Future Fuzz, the digital marketing podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 50th episode of Future Fuzz, the digital marketing podcast. We've reached half a century. We're going for the full century. And uh, we're very, very pleased that you've joined us for this uh, podcast. Um, thank you, everyone who's been subscribing to us on Spotify and on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube as well. Um, if you're on Spotify, please give us a five stars rating. If you like the show, it's really appreciated. Uh, in today's episode, I'm talking to James Bidwell about all things B Corp and how to innovate in these economic times. We hope you enjoy the show. Thanks, everybody, for following. Welcome to the next edition of Future First, of digital marketing podcast. I'm delighted to welcome James Bidwell from Springwise onto the podcast today. Hello, James. Good morning. How are you? Hi, Justin. Um, good morning. I am fantastic. Thank you. There's a little bit of sun still left uh, in the sky in this October morning, and I'm excited to be talking to Brilliant. you. Brilliant. Thanks so much uh, for coming on. You've had a busy weekend. You've t taken your daughter to Manchester University. You've had a long drive, but you, you had a fantastic day, I understand. Look, I was so impressed. Um, I do live at the other end of the country, but uh, so it was four hours each way. But the investment that's going into you know our young people's lives particularly in this um mechanical engineering building that uh, manchester university has just or university of manchester i should say have just built it opened last september and i think they spent 420 million pounds on it um and it's got a flight simulator it's got state-of-the-art engineering facilities and when you look at what we need in the world it's very encouraging uh that i could sit there with my 17 year old uh, in this 450-person amphitheater, you know, hearing about the amazing courses on offer in some of the great universities, and of course, you know, the home of the or the birth of birthplace of the industrial revolution, Manchester, um, a fantastic city. And of course, uh, the other thing I should say, I said I wouldn't ramble, but you know, it's it's very depressing to listen to the HS2 yeah. conversation this in that context. Yeah, it is incredibly disappointing indeed. It sounds like you might be more excited than your daughter. Well, she's excited too. <laughs> get the grades. <laughs> They're very tough grades to get. There's, um, you know, it's a couple of A stars and an A, so uh, I, I don't have to worry about that so much. So, but, but she Excellent. loves it as well, so we'll see. Wishing her all the best. Fantastic. Today, James, we're talking about a range of topics. Uh, let's dive straight into it. Springwise is registered as a B Corp. Um, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about what a B Corp actually is. I know sometimes myself I've been confused in the past. So in essence, what is a B Corp? Well, um, it's, a, it's a great question and, and I'll try and be as clear as possible. But um, effectively what we're trying to do is create businesses that are a, are a force for good. So that's the essence, um, business as a force for good. And, and what that means in, in real terms is that we're not just dedicated to shareholder returns. So it's not just about the money. And most businesses, if you read their shareholders agreements, it's all about you know how much we're going to return to shareholders. And, and the B Corp movement, which started in the States um, and then moved to the UK, we were one of the early B Corps with Springwise, my, my business. Um, 
set up a, a, a kind of revision to the shareholder agreement or the articles of association, if you like, uh, which means that we have to consider alongside profit, which of course is important for a healthy business, but we also have to consider planet and society, people, um, and other kind of uh, other factors when we make board decisions. So in a Springwise board meeting, we'll sit there and we'll say, you know, this is this right for the financial side of the business? And then we'll say, okay, what does that do to our impact on our net zero plans or our environmental side of it? And and then also, you know, how does that affect our people and society more broadly? So it's a it's a superb um, movement. Um, it's growing fast. Uh, it's doing well in the UK. We were one of the early ones in the UK. I mean, everyone will know, you know, the, the famous B Corp is, is Patagonia, right. I guess, um, which is now, of course, given um, the whole of its company to the earth as um, as its own yeah. shareholder. So they put it trust for environmental causes. And, and we're, in our small way, we have a very strong mission, a very strong purpose um, to drive innovation for, uh, for positive change. Well, I was going to ask you, when you have those meetings, when you get together as a board and as a company, um, what sort of responsibilities do you, do you talk about? What, what's part of your company mission? Well, we so our, our what we do is we um, you know we create thought thought leadership for businesses. We we have a, an amazing innovation database of of over thirteen thousand innovations for positive change, which we've collected over the years at Springwise. So one of the big things is who do we right. work for? You know, which clients would we take and which clients won't we take? And um, I'm not going to go into specific brands, but you can imagine that there are some. Where we would say, look, actually, if you're not really, really trying to change, um, you know, we're not going to take your money. We're going to we'll pass on that, and we'll work with with other organisations that are really um, embracing this innovation sustainability agenda. So that's that's one thing. Um, ensuring a, a very diverse work- workforce, uh, ensuring that we are you know fair with how we how we look after people and you know the kind of the working environment and all of that kind of stuff. So it takes many forms, but the key is to to look at the decisions you're making through that lens, um, and you know, do we are we going to travel around the world to all these conferences, or are we going to say we may go to one that's important mm. and really think about every flight we take, or or are we going to can we get there by train or another way? So it's it's all of those things that maybe as you know we might be sort of saying oh we're thinking about that anyway, but but in a business context, I don't I don't think many boards are really doing that, and it, and it's a very powerful. Um, force because it starts at the top and then runs through. That. And how do you go through that process to then say, okay, we want to become a B Corp? I'm just curious how would it, how would someone go about doing that? Well, um, so I've been I've been thinking about all this stuff for a long time. So for many many years, I've been on the agenda of you know business as a force for good, I guess, and quite frustrated in some of my more mainstream jobs that that the businesses didn't really care about anything but making money for their shareholders. So when I took over Springwise just uh, just under 10 years ago, one of the first things I did was to become a member of 1% for the planet, uh, which gives means that we give 1% of our sales to environmental causes every year. That's sales, not profit, so it can be painful. Um, and then as soon as the B Corp movement arrived in the UK, I got in touch with them and started the accreditation process. And the other thing to note about B Corp is that it's quite a it's quite a tough um, experience to become a B Corp. So they have a, uh, a, a series of questions that you have to answer and information that you have to give to the accreditation 
company or organization, which is called B-Lab in the, in the UK is B-Lab UK. And you have to fill in the forms and you get a certain amount of points for which way you bank, so how much energy you use for what your travel plan is, you know, what your diversity, um, kind of in your organization and, and who you work with actually, it comes, it goes into the kind of the scope three, if you like the supply chain as well. Um, so that took about a year and a half. So, so we, and, and we're a small business, so we haven't got a lot of people to throw at it. Um, and, uh, you have to think about everything in your business basically. And so it's a very good discipline to do that. And then if you get enough points, <laughs> you can, um, and, and they come back and you have interviews and they're very, very, um, tough on accreditation. Yeah. Uh, so they really are very, very diligent, which I think is good. So it's not like you're a B Corp. It's just a badge you can get, uh, yeah. from anywhere. Um, you really have to, to to walk the talk, and then you get. We're just be in the in the process of recertifying at the moment, so we're having to do it all again three years in, um, which is very very good, and it's a good. Discipline. I mean, it makes sense. They need to make sure that it, it, you are properly accredited, and they don't make it too easy because otherwise it sort of defeats the object, right? Because uh, I think that you have to think about every part of your business. So I know that something that I've been thinking about um, just recently actually is how can how can I make the production of this podcast carbon neutral. Um, or how can I ensure that it's not having a detrimental effect, um, you know, on the environment? It's a very complicated one because it's all digital and uh, etc. And you also mentioned some very interesting points there about travel. I mean, in the past, I've flown a lot for work, working in marketing and sales, and yep. flown all over Europe and also gone to the states. I mean, now I'll really 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 only fly if i absolutely have to and otherwise otherwise take the train so yeah very very interesting points and and just in just a note on that so my manchester trip was meant to be by train and of course so i had it all scheduled and of course i had to drive because um you know because of the train right, the strikes yeah uh, and and you know it really is extremely frustrating that uh, you know, the, the basic infrastructure to travel more in a more environmentally friendly uh, way, you know, it doesn't work and, you know, all of that stuff, which I know we're, we are struggling with in this country. But of course, um, those kind of conversations are really important. And, and what you do in a business context also has a, has a halo effect to, you know, people's, people's lives outside business. So businesses can be a huge influence on their organizations and, and at Springwise, what we do is we help businesses um, persuade their or, you know, persuade and encourage their teams and staff and, and stakeholders uh, to make positive change through changing the way they live. And, and we, we give the examples of the innovators who are doing that and setting up the companies and coming out with the solutions uh, on a daily basis. So it is all linked. And, and that's, that's why business has such a big role to play. Um, almost a bigger role than government in, in the, the sustainability agenda. Absolutely. You touched on it a little bit there. Can you give an example of uh, one of the ways that Springwise works and who and who you um, who you communicate with and who your customers are? Yeah, sure. So we have um, a very big global uh, customer base for our newsletters, which are free and go out every uh, every day. We do that. We publish the top three innovations every day on our newsletter. And, and those innovations then go into a fully searchable um, innovation database with 13,500 um, and growing every day uh, innovations in there, all which, is, which you can search. And then the idea is that they're innovations that matter so that they are 
early stage um, startups or ideas coming out of universities that are real, um, which are driving the positive change that, that we need to see. And then they're across all geographies and across all all sectors. So, so there's a there's a subscription model for that innovation database, and and then uh, the other couple of things that we do, driven by the database, is um, we have a report that we do monthly called Future yeah. Now, and that's the top ten. And and what we what we do is we work with big companies and boards and CEOs to create a a Future Now based on the topics that they think are important. So we're working at the moment with a a big high street retailer. And we're looking at um, everything from, you know, the cost of living crisis. So what are the innovations out there that are solving the cost of living crisis? What, what is waste? Uh, what is energy? Um, future of the city? And we'll put together the top, the best top ideas that we see through our innovation database and our scouting. Um, and then we'll put that in a little report, Future Now. And then that is used by clients to, to really think about their business in a different way and to stimulate thought and, um, and and new kind of directions uh, and it's amazing to see how they can optimize their their business sometimes from working with the innovator but other other things it triggers a thought and they do it so so we so we call that sort of near horizon scanning future yeah. now and then we have because we employ amazing editors and journalists so we look at all this through a through a journalistic uh, lens rather than a kind of research or analyst lens. So it's much more human and much more, we much care a lot about the storytelling. Um, we create um, thought leadership content for those brands. So I, I touched on it, but for internal comms, um, for external comms, so people wanting to look good in their, in, you know, with their potential clients and with their teams, people helping take their um, teams on a journey. We've just, um, just working with a, a big uh, manufacturer of home appliances and and they've created an app one of their teams has created an app which is going to go live um later this this year and that is all designed to help their teams think about what they're doing so you know turn your washing machine off or run run stuff at mm. night or you know don't don't do that trip in the car all that kind of stuff and we're providing content for that in in an explore section so so we do that we power other people's Kind of platforms with our very very clear content so that's the thought leadership bucket and then the final one which is for accelerator programs and people who are running startup programs and, and examples are we're, we're the nominator partner for example for example for the Earthshot prize which is prince william's innovation right. prize and we help discover those innovators with with alongside other people and then with them we feed in and then we also um amplify so we kind of have a we we, we um, present their content and what they're doing to our global audience, which is a pretty a pretty engaged. Um, and you know, it's not it's not multi millions, but you know, it's a good, engaged, curious um, audience, which is very valuable for some people to get in front of. So so those are our those are our products. That's what Springwise does, and it was invented in two thousand and two as a blog, and I spent the last ten years um, turning it into a business. I'm looking here now on the innovation report. So there's one example of the hundred year home from our Aritz. Yes, sorry, I couldn't say that properly. Yeah. Aritzco, and that's yeah. that's an example of a partnership report that you've produced with them. Yeah, and I mean it's it's a great example that that we didn't rehearse. But I was talking to their CMO on Friday, and he was saying he just got back from mm. Beijing uh, to some show, and he uses these reports in order when he goes and talks on powers as kind of source material um, to 
to have you know a point of view and to discuss um, some of the issues that are broader than just selling you know lifts, which is what they do. So they sell elevators, and um, the power of that sort of co-branding for him, it's a he, he launches the reports um, to get generate PR and, and awareness and excitement, and also to start to position his brand in in the kind of center of this sustainability agenda. Um, and we, we have many downloads of that on our on our um, website and also on his, of course. So that's a great example of thought leadership to drive competitive advantage and also position a brand in, in, in the space that they want to do, which is the Springworks yeah, space. It give, I guess it gives the edge and it builds a huge amount of trust as well because um, of, of you know your company's background. And um, yeah, we've had previous discussions with others that if you're creating content it's not creating content for the sake of creating content it's got to have a use it's got to be useful to the audience that it's speaking to right so i can imagine that there's you've got a whole range here as well change makers future 2043 looks fascinating yeah. and then of course you link with the earthsock prize so there's there's a definitely a direct link with creating content that also actually has an impact and is actually useful future first is sponsored by sales source b2b pipeline management and sales growth for your business yeah, and I mean, look, uh, I've I've been in marketing and CEO roles before I did Springwise, and you know, there's nothing you need less than a report that you know you don't you don't need if you want right. to know what I mean. So we're very very focused. We're driving clarity. You know, we're driving uh, very clear about driving positive change, positive impact, and you know, innovation that matters, content that matters. So it's and, and our editors are, are exceptionally talented to to do that. So. Um, and stories are often not told well enough. People have great stories, but they can't tell them. Um, and the other, you know, so we help them tell the stories and, and make, bring them to life in a, in a way that is um, powerful. Um, we'll talk about AI later, but um, in a way that um, ChatGPT doesn't do. <laughs> we really care about the human side of it. Indeed, we could we could have a whole other podcast about the challenges yeah. uh, around uh, generative AI. We touched on it briefly before we had the uh, the podcast uh, today, James. Um, it's a challenging market at the moment. There's a lot of external effects um, that are really having putting a lot of pressures on businesses. Um, you know, we, we live in a post-COVID world. Um, we've got conflict in Ukraine. Interest rates are on the rise or stabilizing there's a lot of a lot of pressure going on at the moment um in your experience what advice would you give to um let's say b2b or digital marketers at the moment well look um it's it's you know it is uh, a tough time to be working to be living um in many ways, but in other, in other, many other ways, it's, it's, you know, we are, you know, we're living longer and we're healthier and, you know, in, in our, in our country anyway. Um, I think that what I said have sort of consistently, so I wrote a book, um, which I think we talked about before in uh, called disrupt a hundred lessons of in, in business innovation, um, in 2017. So it's now six years old. Um, and that was springwise in a book. So it's, 10, 10 innovations, you know, in 10 chapters. And, but the, the kind of the thesis was that um, we live in a world of disruption. And I was saying this before COVID, by the yeah. way, Justin. So, you know. <laughs> and, and also, there's quite a lot of reading I did. And, and, you know, there was a sort of thought that the pace of change 
and that disruption is accelerating all the time. And I think we've seen that. And, you know, and it's, it's almost impossible to, to kind of compute when all this stuff that's going on around the world. And therefore, if you are in a, you know, in a digital marketing role and you're helping to sort of communicate brands and you want to do that in the right, in the right way, um, the first thing I always say is, you know, you need to remain agile. So, so the kind of the three-year plan and then go off and have lunch is, is no longer with mm-hmm. us. You know, you have to be agile and able to kind of to move and, and pivot, if you like, as, as, as the market does, as your customers do. But within that context, um, and this is, I suppose, what we, what we talk about at, at Springwise, you know, a really clear purpose. And I, and I use the word purpose, you know, not mission but purpose. And I think the best brands of, of tomorrow will, will have clear purpose. And that is more than just making money for shareholders. It'll be more of a B Corp mission. Sometimes tough for the marketing guys, particularly in businesses when, um, you know, the, 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 the leadership and all the shareholders are PE firms, for example, that don't care about any of that, although more and more of them are, which is really, really encouraging. Um, but the agility, the sense of purpose, the confidence in your brand. I mean, brand is always, you talked about trust. I mean, one of the things with Springwise is we're trusted by, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who come to our site and brands need to be, you know, you can lose that trust. So maintaining that trust and doing things with, um, with purpose, you know, and, and reflecting, I, I hate the word authenticity, but, but, you know, being real. Um, I think, I think stands you in in good stead. And, you know, when I've had tough times in my life and I've had many, my mantra is, you know, you think about, think about it. And then you sort of, your judgment is you always do the right thing. So if you keep doing the right thing and whatever the right thing is, and that, you know, if you've got, if you've got good, good goodish judgment, um, the right thing will be the right thing. But I mean that in a kind of an ethical way, a professional way, and then a kind of, um, a brand way if you're in one of these organizations uh, i think that's uh that's you know would be my advice but remaining agile and the other thing we are doing you know we are doing at the moment i've been doing a lot of work on thinking about the whole ai revolution and, I, and we're not necessarily going to want to talk about it in great detail but it is absolutely an area that marketing people need to understand mm. and uh I think uh, there's going to be an interesting intersection between AI and sustainability. Um, sustainability is part of brands now. It's either, either they're doing it or they're not doing it, but um, it becomes increasingly linked. And the optimizing uh, opportunity through the the ethical use and the careful use of AI, I think, will be very interesting to track. And pe- marketing people need to be on the front foot and out there. Um, so of course they need to also read future now from Springwise and sign up to Springwise, but, um, you know, staying ahead and looking at the near horizon, understanding what's just around the corner has always been something that's stood me in good stead when I've been building brands and businesses. So many uh, great pieces of advice there. I mean, for example, I think you touched on it there. Very interesting was the three year, you know, make three year plan and then go out and have your lunch. And then that's not going to work anymore because things change so incredibly quickly. And no one saw the pandemic coming. Uh, people were saying that there was one coming, but they didn't say when it was going to happen because they could never possibly have known that. Um, so yeah, agility. Um, that, that of course makes a hundred percent sense. And, and I know you said, 
James say you don't like the word auth- or authenticity. Um, it's a challenging one because you can't force uh, being authentic. But then, as you say, if you do the right thing um, based on, you know, company values, your values, leadership values, then you don't have to worry about authenticity, right? Because that will come across. Exactly. No, I think it's a, it's a good point. And, and, the, and the more I've sort of worked and why I love running my own business, although it has, you know, has, has its challenges is, you know, we have a very clear sense of purpose, what we're doing. Uh, we, the, it doesn't, it's not, it's not difficult for us to make B Corp decisions, for example, it's because it's, it's clear, it's completely aligned. And what that has also done is it's allowed us to attract amazing people to come and work for us and with us. Um, and also amazing clients who want to have a little bit of that. Um, and it does help also that, that the Springwise stories, the three we publish every day, you know, they're positive news. These are solutions for the world's challenges. Uh, and therefore, you know, we're not sort of like, like the most of the mainstream media, every headline is, is negative. Um, and we're, we're about positivity and there's a, there's a movement of positive journalism on solutions journalism, which I think is very encouraging and exciting. There is definitely a gap in the market for a positive news channel. <laughs> Absolutely. About the, the, about innovation and the good things going on. Um, James, where can people find Springwise? Where should they sign up? You mentioned about the future now report. So where, where can they find you? Yes. Yeah, so, um, Everything's at www.springwise.com and it's spring as in spring and wise as in wise. So it's springwise.com. And, you know, I'm on, we're, we're on all the, all the channels. Um, we've searched, we've got, we've got, um, we publish our content through, through the main social channels, but, but the website has everything is, is pretty simple. It's the innovation database. And then it, it talks a little bit about our other products, our, our thought leadership and our content services and brand activation. And then I'm on, uh, you know, I'm on LinkedIn or James at springwise.com. I'm very happy to take emails. I love, uh, I get up very early in the morning, Justin, and I spend the first part of the day uh, talking to people who've come in overnight to Springwise and asking questions or commenting or saying, giving us good feedback. It's lovely when someone comes in and says, oh, we were on Springwise and we got investment or we were on TV because of it. So I, I like, I like listening and talking to our customers and people who are connected. Amazing. And that very um encouraging are you a are you a 5 a.m are you are you a part of let's say the 5 a.m club 536 but i'm not like one of those ceos who is you know not sleeping enough i just like the morning i find it the most optimistic part of the day um and i like to be optimistic i uh i think we i think we're very similar in that sense i enjoyed uh some some parts of covid lockdown because i did the morning shift and my wife worked in the afternoon yeah. so we could look after the kids so I, my day was starting at five and i used to have brilliant brilliantly efficient mornings so yeah i think we're on the same yeah. page on that one Glad we recorded this in the morning, then not the afternoon. We would have been not <laughs> exactly. <nearly>. Yeah, <laughs> my brain turns off at about four p.m. and and I'm not ashamed to yeah. say that. I'm not ashamed to say that. Good, James. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure. We will put the uh, links to Springwise in the podcast description, and it'll also be uh, aired on YouTube as well. Thank you for coming on. Well, Justin, thanks for doing the podcast. You know, it's hard work doing a podcast. And I think you're, you know, the people you're talking to and your, your, your mission and your purpose with it is, is, is very powerful. And um, I encourage you to keep going. We'll, we'll share it uh, across the Springwise channels. 
And it's been a real pleasure getting to know you and, and chatting to you. So I hope your audience uh, enjoys Brilliant. This. Thank you, James. Thanks for tuning in and making the choice to listen to this podcast. If you liked what you've heard today, please don't forget to subscribe.